This is the draw for the sixth round proper of the FA Challenge Cup. The home clubs will be drawn by Mr E.A. Brown, Chairman of the Challenge Cup Committee, and the, the away clubs by Mr Bert Millichip, Chairman of the FA Council. Thank you, Mr Brown. Number seven. Sheffield United or Barnsley. Number two. Versus Manchester United. Hello and welcome to Blue Velvet Bag, the strangest titled football manager podcast out there. This is episode three, so if you've been along for the first two, then thank you very much. And if you've just stumbled across us, then you can nip back and the first two episodes are only 20 minutes each and they will set the scene of who we are, um, where we are and why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and if you have been along um, for those two episodes, then you'll know that we finished last time playing our first game in charge of Gorodea in Belarus, and that ended nil-nil. It was against Belshina Bobrovsk, who were the side directly above us in the league. Now, we were obviously second bottom, and they were third bottom. Um, the draw didn't change um, that around at all. Um, but since then, we have progressed a month in-game, and we've played a further three matches, which means there's only three games left to play. So, rather than um, play every game on mic, I um, took my time and we slowly made our way through those fixtures and what I did was I just created notes and just I literally just wrote down what was happening, my thoughts at the time um, and now we'll go back and we'll look at that and I'll tell you what's happened. So after the Belshina game, um, next up was a trip to Rook Brest who sat 7th in the table. Um, I had a look through the fixtures and found that the first time they played them we got beat 3-0 so it's gonna be it was going to be a tough game. Um, I didn't want to make wholesale changes because, like I said, I was quite happy with how we played. But we um, we set training again heavily on set pieces and heavily on on tactics. We even gave the lads a, uh, a, a, a what's it called um, a team bonding session one evening in hope that it would kind of lift the morale. Because obviously, after so many defeats before we came in, they are uh, on the floor a little bit, um, and it's kind of helped. Um, we brought in um, Pushnyakov and moved him onto the left wing, um, basically because Baduk, who'd played right wing in that game against Belshina, was horrific. So we moved um, Sorovay across from the left wing to the right and we brought Pushnyakov in on the left wing. And that was the only change we made for the next game. Pushnikov, as a transfer, already arranged, and that was why we didn't select him in the first week. But to be honest, we need all hands on deck. So um, he gets a start out there on the left. Number four. Oldham Athletic or Everton. Number six. We'll play Aston Villa. So like I said, the, the first time they played these we'd lost 3-0. Um, and obviously a lot of times passed since then. New manager, obviously. And um, this time I went into the game a little bit hopeful. We could probably take a point if possible. Um, it started really well. Um, Andrea Sorokin put us in front after just seven minutes. It was a great goal. We had a throwing down the left. Um, he took it short, laid it back to Sorokin on the edge of the box. And he fired in a wonderful goal into the top left-hand corner. And we were 1-0 up. And I'm thinking, oh, OK, you know, this is going to be all right. Um, and then 120 seconds later, it was one all um, because Bogolomsky for Rook Brest had far too much space in the box, and he tapped in a goal in the ninth minute. 
uh, from there we struggled probably for the next 25 minutes to we couldn't get a grip on the game and they had a lot of shots from not great chances but they had a lot of shots um, and unfortunately for us four minutes into stoppage time um, they went 2-1 ahead in the f end of the first half which was a real kick in the uh, you know what's a couple of minutes before that we'd actually lost um, Volovic as well who was our ball winning midfielder he got stretched off injured um, which we would then go on to find out after the game he's actually broken his leg <laughs> so he's out for seven months so he, he's gone basically so we, c we can't rely on him anymore um, but yeah we went in at half time 2-1 down we didn't change much at half time we just went a slightly more direct on the slider I think one notch up went and just to try and get the ball forward a little bit quicker so the second half kicked off we were a little bit better we, we had more of the ball again we weren't creating the quality of chances that you need to win a game we were getting the ball in and around the box we were over hitting crosses or shooting and getting the shots blocked um, a couple of headers over the bar as time progressed with the half we went a little bit more attacking in the 70th minute we brought on Ivanov um, as another striker not to change the formation no we took Jamal off and Ivanov went up there as a target man um, with Akapov um, he did do a little bit better obviously slightly taller won a few more headers a couple of knockdowns we had a decent half chance around the 80 minute mark that was smashed wide um, and as the game ticked towards 90 minutes we went all out attack <laughs> um, we pushed the wingers into the AML and AMR slots um, we moved one of the centre midfielders behind the striker so we basically had like a front five and we went very direct and aimed for target man we changed the set piece schedule basically to push everybody up for the set pieces, including the keeper, because you know we need a goal, a point's a point, and we get nothing for losing a game. But when all hope looked like it was lost, we're in the fourth minute of stoppage time. Um, we found the ball out on the right hand side. We've swung a big high looping cross into the box, and if as I, I actually went back and looked and saw, we actually had five men in the box at that point, which is exactly what we wanted to be doing, which was great. But they cleared it to the edge of the box. We had a couple of one twos, and it fell to Akripov, our striker, who looked up and hit it first time into the top corner in the 90 plus fourth minute, which gave us a 2 2 draw and our second point out of the two games we've played. Um, as you can imagine, I was absolutely delighted with that. Um, and I think we did deserve it. You look at the um, stats from the game, and it was a very even game overall, but to, to get a late equaliser in such fashion... In fact, it's a shame I wasn't recording, because I was, <laughs> there was a few expletives mentioned when that went in. So after the game, um, we look at the other results. Slutsk won again. So they were the team on when we took over, who were five points adrift at the bottom of the league. They're now actually on the same points as us. What was a three-horse race for that final um, safety spot and the relegation playoff spot has now become a four-horse race. Smolovici lost 5-0 to Soligarsk. Um, Belshina lost 2-0 to Bate Borisov. Um, so, yeah, we're still in there. We're still in the mix with a chance. We have now a three-week break to go away and work on tactics and set pieces and, and that's exactly what we did actually for three weeks we kind of we did a little bit of fitness work but a lot of our work and a lot of our shape work was all about defensive shape attacking shape and set pieces and it was just about drilling um, the tactics into the lads and try and get a little bit more know-how of how I want them to play and not only the main option for the tactic but also our backup tactic which is a lot more direct with like I said, we've got even of us 1.95 metres, so if we need to throw it up there, I want the team to know how to how to play around the target man. So our second tactic is a little bit like that. We kind of it 
it's, it is five up front, but it's, it's two main strikers and three behind with a target man on support. And the whole tactic is lump it up to even off and then try and get as many bodies around him as possible. So it's only something we'd really use for the final 10 minutes of a game if we're chasing a goal, but it's something I like to have in the locker if we need. Um, so we've spent three weeks basically working on that. We couldn't obviously sign anybody because we're outside the window. Um, but what we did find was uh, Rotislav Shavel, who is a 19-year-old striker who was actually out on loan at um, Baranovici, which I had a look on the uh, Google Maps, and Baranovici is a, is a local city to where we play. Um, but their side are in the third or maybe even fourth tier. They're not actually on in-game, so um, you can't see the standard of, of player that he's playing with, but he's actually scored five goals in his four starts there since moving. He must have moved a few weeks before we arrived, but to score five goals in four games, it's decent. He's not amazing, you know, um, but he's got 12 for pace, 14 heading, 11 finishing, but he's a very he's very determined. Uh, his determination's 18, his personality is very determined. So we've brought Ashley called him and brought him back, and he will probably take a spell on the bench um, for the remainder of the season because he's a poacher. And like I said, if we're going to have a second tactic that builds around a target man, then to have a poacher in there alongside him will be very beneficial. Uh, his backup keeper got injured, Sakovic, he's out for two months, which is basically the season. Um, we have got a 35 year old uh, third choice who will, will fill that slot. Um, Okay, and then we went from there. So it's so the 17th of October. Um, we progressed for three weeks in game. Like I said, we went through all the training schedules. And for the next game, we had to go to Energetic BGU, which is a team from southwest Minsk. Uh, I had a look, it's about an hour and 23 on the team bus for us, um, a 100 kilometre journey, so it's it's actually quite, a, not a local derby because obviously it's a 100 kilometres away, but there's not many teams closer to where we are in the country. Um, Shovel, the player I mentioned, the um, loan record, the, the guy we recalled on loan made the bench. Um, we stuck to 4-4-2 formation, they played a very, a very strange th uh, three at the back. Um, and then two wing backs and two defensive midfielders, um, which gave them like a, a a a wall of four in front of the back three. Then they had two centre midfielders, and then a lone striker up front on his own. So they were very defensive. Um, they sat eleventh in the league before the game. Um, they're a decent team, you know, but they're not amazing. I think they I think they were ten points above us in the table. So obviously. This is a game we could look to get something out of. Um, we've drawn his first two games in charge, so to go there, I really wanted a win, to be honest. You know, it's something that, yeah, drawing game, not losing games is great, but you'd rather lose a game and win a game than draw two, just for the points. Um, so we stuck with a 4-4-2 formation. Um, Volovic, who broke his leg, was out. So Juhari, who was the French midfielder we have on loan, um, he makes his first start for me. He came in and played... Um, in the middle, they played as a DLP actually, and and that's how we went into the game, and very similar game to how we played uh, Rook Brest. We actually took an early lead this time instead of seven minutes, it was nine minutes, and it was a a, a great goal by um, Arkipov. Um, was that his second goal in three? I think it was that was his second goal in the three games he's played for us as 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 the pressing forward. Uh, the ball broke down the right hand side. It was just cut back, and he he met it perfectly to head it into the corner. We took a 1-0 lead from there and we actually, instead of 
the previous game where we'd thrown it away. We actually built on this, not not with goals, but with the performance, and we really asserted ourselves into the first half. And we should have we should have been two and up at the half an hour mark. We missed a fantastic chance. Um, our keeper didn't have much to do in that first half. Just before the break, we got a reward for all our possession and our attacking attempts. And when we got a penalty, which Arkipov, who scored the first goal, um, stepped up and coolly slotted away to give us a 2-0 lead at the break. Um, we didn't have to say much to the lads. It was just, well done, thanks. You're doing really good, lads. Get out there, carry on. Uh, we kicked off the second half and we weren't as dominant with the ball, but we sat back a little bit and we played direct, basically clear as lines, That's that was the message, get the ball clear lines, if it's not near our box we can't concede, we had a two goal lead to, to defend and defend it we did, um, and the game finished 2-0, uh, which was incredible, really. it's, it's, a, it's a great result for us, we picked up five points from his first three games, it moved us um, to fourth from bottom. So we've actually jumped now out of the relegation places, out of the relegation playoff place, and we actually sit in the, the final safety spot in the league table. Um, we're on the same points as Smolovici, uh, which is 24. Um, below them on 22 is Slutsk, and on 21 is now Belshina, the team who were safe when they get a safe start. Well, when we took over, they're now bottom of the league. But as you can see, there's a three-point swing between the bottom of the league and the fourth bottom, which is us, so it's very, very tight. Uh, but like I said, we were very happy um, to come away with three points and make it five points from three games. Number five, Bristol City or Cambridge United? Number one, against Crystal Palace. I've just finished the third game, um, which I want to tell you about, um, and that was on the 24th of October. And that was at home to Neyman Grodno. This is a side from North Eastern Minsk, so another Minsk-based team. Um, we had injuries. Pushnyakov, who played really well in those last two games, was the left winger I mentioned, had already got transfer arranged. He was out injured and he's out injured now for three weeks, which probably rules him out of the season. He might get back for the final game, but it probably rules him out for the rest of the season. So Sajic, um, he made his uh, first team debut for me. Um, not his debut, but his first start for me on the left-hand side. But again, I noticed he's also got a transfer arranged to leave the club in the summer, but to be honest, that doesn't matter. Um, we changed it around up top, and because we'd had a bit more um, success being a little bit more direct, we've actually put Ivanov in for Jamal as the striker to start this week, his first start for me, and we thought we'd give it a go, playing a slightly more direct way, mainly because these are, these Neyman are sixth, and they're a good team in good form. Um, yes, we're at home, but to be honest, I would have taken a point before the game because that would have kept us unbeaten. Uh, but after just five minutes, you could tell already this was a, a different class of team we're playing. They, they really, I mean, the opening five or six minutes was like the Alamo, and it wasn't just punts into the box, they were playing some really attractive football. Um, and they kept coming at us and coming at us. It wasn't until the 20th minute we had his first chance. It was a decent chance. It was a ball over the top, but like I said, even off a big target man, his game isn't um, running on two long balls. But he did, and he took a shot, and the keeper made a good save. Um, but that was, to be honest, that was our only really attempt of the first half. And in the 27th minute, we actually went 1-0 down, um, and it was an absolute screamer. We didn't, I mean, their central midfielder strode forward with the ball from about 40 yards out, and nobody's gone to meet him he's got to probably just inside 30 yards and he's hit a pop he's had a pop and he's absolutely 
rifled into the top bar, keeping it out of a chance. But it's disappointing to see that we didn't close him down. Now, obviously, the the ball winning midfield on defence should have been there. I don't know where it was, but it should have been. He should have been there trying to close that down, and he wasn't. Um, and we went into the break one nil down. But one nil down, and we we're getting a bit of a lesson, to be honest. So we got in at half time. We changed a few things. We moved the left winger into the AML slot. Went a little bit asymmetric. And we just targeted the left-hand side. It was mainly because their right-back wasn't having the best game. Out of all their team, he was probably the poorest player, and he had a knock, so we went in on him. So we targeted the left-hand side, um, and we did play a little bit better for the opening 10 minutes, and um, we swapped Evenov after about 58, no, 60 minutes, Evenov came off, it's there, and Jamal came on. Obviously, the striker would played the first two games and not scored, but within two minutes... It was a del we actually equalised. It was a delightful goal. So Jamal's broken. They're a corner. Jamal's broken the edge of our box. He's carried it probably 40 yards. Arkipov, the other strikers, made the distance up. He's played it inside to Arkipov. He's then gave him a one-touch back, back to Jamal, pushed it into the box, and hit a lovely near-post left shot and equalised. One apiece. And we had played better second half, but probably didn't justify the equaliser. But we took it, obviously. Um, but unfortunately for us, just five minutes later, we conceded again, and it was horrific defending. It was a, just a, a looped ball over the centre half, who just ran, he basically ran under the ball, and their striker got in behind and finished to make it two-one to Neyman Gorodno. And unfortunately for us, that is how it finished. We did throw the kitchen sink at them for the last ten minutes. Um, we went to the diet. We went to the. Um, direct tactic we threw, threw the ball in the box we got people in there and it does seem to work when you're watching on highlights we are getting a lot of people in the box and they are I mean they are trying to put snow in it getting as high as possible and putting it in there but it, they just defended really well and the game ended 2-1 to Neyman um, so that's our first defeat we've played four games now um, drawn 2-1-1 lost one um, the defeat dropped us a place in the league because Smolovici won again so the league table now reads Belshina bottom, Slutz second. We are third from bottom in the current relegation playoff spot and Smolovici are now in the uh, final safe spot in the league. Smolovici have a three-point lead now on us. So they're on 27 points, we're on 24, Slutsk on 22 and Belshina on 21. And the goal differences are all within one goal. So it is incredibly tight. One win here, one win there. And you can be out of the bottom three or you can be bottom of the league. It is that close. We have picked up those five points. I mean, five points from four games on a side that were really struggling it, it is a good return. But we've now got um, Slavia Mazia at home in a week's time. And they are look at the league table. So they currently sit fifth from bottom, actually. So they're seven points above us. This is probably our last real winnable game, and I mean we are at home, so we've really we've really got a lot to take three points from that game because our final two games of the season are away to Dynamo Minsk, who are currently fourth and chasing the title, and the final game of the season, ironically, if anybody remembers from the first episode, is Islock away, the side that were after the manager. When we first took, when we were first looking for a job, the press were tipping us to take over at lock. So we went to watch a game there, um, of which they won, and the manager kept his job. So a little bit of narrative. But yeah, three games left. Um, we've got a week to go until the next one, which I will do on. Um, I'll, I'll record the next game because, like I said, it's against Slavia Mezia. I'll find out where they are now, um, and we'll just progress this week 
training and we'll look we're probably not going to change anything tactically we're not i think i'm going to step it back off the direct style because i don't think there was a big enough difference between how we started and when we changed to try and chase a goal so that is something we're going to we're just going to dial back the directness a little bit uh, and just make the passing a little bit short see if we can keep hold of the ball a little more um for the first half an hour of the game and then we'll see if it needs to be changed from there but let's just progress this week first Number three, Blackpool or Queen's Park Rangers. Number eight, versus Liverpool. Right, we've got to game day and I'm not going to talk you through any tactical tweaks or changes because I'm going to record this match as episode four. So this is where episode three ends. Thank you very much for sticking it out. Um, as I've said before, we have a Twitter account which is um, at Blue Velvet Bag. Um, there's no followers, we're not following anybody, there's no posts on there yet, uh, just because I wanted to get up um, around three or four podcasts up and out there before I actually announced it anywhere. Um, announced it like someone's going to listen. <laughs> anyway, that's it for today. Thank you very much. If you do come across this on um, iTunes, or I think it's on Buzzsprout, which I only found out about this week, then if there's somewhere to leave a review, rather than just leaving your name and it's good, it's not good, um, I thought it might be decent just to leave the name of um, your all-time favourite FM player, or championship manager if he's old as me, and instead of leaving a review, just put the reason why. So you could put Nigel Worthington, because he's got a last-minute penalty in the 1998 Coca-Cola Cup. Um, anything like that. That's it. Nothing else. Um, thanks again, and hopefully you'll be around for episode four. That concludes the draw. These ties will be played during the weekend of March the 10th and 11th. Mm -hmm.